What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. I know you guys got episodes the last two weeks, but I've been out of town. I've had some things going on. I've been very, very busy uh, with you know just things in my personal life. So uh, I apologize if some of those episodes were a little bit behind on the news. I apologize. Uh, but we're, we're back. I had to take a flight back to Texas, a little unplanned. I was back sooner than I expected to, but we're here. I didn't have a chance to check my emails. Uh, while I was at home, I was you know with the family. We enjoyed some uh, much needed family time after I was away for a few weeks, and then uh, good good times. You guys saw that on social media. Uh, but I got an influx of emails asking about probably, in my opinion, one of the most controversial people in the world. Uh, Andrew Tate was banned from social media, certain social media sites, and a lot of people were asking for my opinion on the whole thing. But you know, I know, and I you know. I get a lot of people don't like Andrew Tate. I'm not the hugest fan of Andrew Tate. There are some things that I enjoy that he says. That's just, you know, I enjoy when people speak their minds and truth and stuff like that. And then there's other opinions. I don't agree with them on. I think they're a little too far. They're a little obscene, but you know, free speech is free speech. You're allowed to think what you want. You didn't, he didn't, you know, as far as I know, he didn't hurt anybody. There's a lot of rumors going on out there about the guy, but um, there's an article I'm going to read. I'm going to try and share some videos. He has to hear from his own, <clears throat> own mouth, things that he said. So, uh, this article is from the New York times. It says Andrew Tate, a former professional kickboxer who frequently made misogynistic comments about women online has been barred in the last week from Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok after concerns about his influence on his millions of followers escalated. Mr. Tate, who's 35, first gained mainstream media attention after appearing on the reality TV show, big brother in 2016. He was since carved out a space online where he claims to know the secrets of wealth and makes hateful comments. Among Mr. Tate's comments, he was said women are raped or women who are raped are partially responsible for the attacks described in detail how he might attack women and criticize people who seek mental health treatment. In a YouTube video posted on Tuesday, Mr. Tate addressed the social media bans and said clips of his comments have been taken out of context. And I want, I'm going to stop right there. That is true. A lot of the things that he does say is taken out of context, um, but we'll get into that in a minute. I'm not saying that everything he says is good. I'm just saying some things are a little out of context. Um, how did he become popular? He was a British and American who's competed internationally in kickboxing, but it was uh, his appearance on the British version of Big Brother. Six years ago, gave him the platform. He was removed from Big Brother after The Sun, a British tabloid show, produces a video of him hitting a woman with a belt. Uh, Mr. Tate said at the time the video uh, uh, had been a consensual, consensual act. He has since built the following online, posting YouTube videos and appearing on podcasts, including the Alex Jones show. I love how they have to throw Alex Jones in there. Uh, the far-right figure, Mike Sir. Cernovic, um, known for, among other things, promoting the Pizzagate conspiracy theory, appeared on Mr. Tate's podcast this year. Uh, in one video, Mr. Tate recorded while sitting sitting in a bed, he described keeping a machete by his bed and what he would do if a woman accused him of cheating. It's a bang, quote, it's bang out the machete, boom her in the face, and grip up her, grip her up by the neck. During a July interview with the Barstool Sports Podcast, uh, Mr. Tate smoked a cigar and was asked about his previous statement suggesting women are men's property. He said, I, he said, I'm not saying they are property. I am saying that they are, give, are given to the man and belong to the man. In 2017, he said depression, quote, isn't real. In his YouTube video on Tuesday, he credited himself with curing people's depression using mind hacks. Uh, what is his online reach? 
Before Mr. Tate's accounts were deleted, he had about 4.6 million followers on Instagram, more than 750,000 followers on YouTube, and his videos on TikToks had millions upon millions of views. Mr. Tate also offered a subscription uh, for $50 a month to a program called Hustlers University, which he said would provide high income development. The, the program had 127,000 subscribers earlier this month, but has since shut down. Interest in Mr. Tate has soared over the summer, uh, which tracks inquiries on the search engine. And with the new attention, Mr. Tate has found new critics. In recent weeks, teachers have raised concerns about his influence on students and one group of educators on Instagram even put together a guide for what it described as Mr. Tate's incredibly problematic and violent views. Last week, Hope, Hope Not Hate, an anti-racism advo uh, advocacy, uh, advocacy uh, group in Britain called on social media companies to bar Mr. Tate. It is not an exaggeration to, su to say that many young students returning to school at the end of the summer holidays will have, have seen... Something produced by Mr. Tate. Mr. Tate did not directly address the allegations in Tuesday's videos, which is just over an hour long. In it, he complained that people were posting clips of his lengthy videos for their benefit, not his own. He said, I was massively a victim of my own success. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, the, uh, as, as the bands poured in, was evident uh, that Mr. Tate posted a video on YouTube called The Final Message on a non-official account called The Tate Bible. It was promoted by popular accounts on Twitter and had more than 700,000 views by Wednesday morning. Um, in the video, Mr. Terry repeatedly described himself as the most famous person in the world and claimed that shortened clips of the videos had circulated recently lacked content, context. Uh, he said that the videos were made five or six years ago uh, when he was less popular, but that, was still re re that he was still responsible for how messages were received. To address this, he said he would stop doing podcast interviews for an indefinite amount of time um, in recent weeks, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok have taken down his official accounts, all citing violations of their policies. Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram, removed his uh, official accounts on Friday and said they were violations of his policies. YouTube took down several channels affiliated with Mr. Tate for multiple violations of the community guidelines. Uh, Twitter spokesperson said the official Andrew Tate account was permanently banned from the website for violating its rules, but not uh, did not specify when. They never do. TikTok also barred Mr. Tate and said misogyny is a hateful ideology and that is not tolerated on TikTok. A spokesperson said in a statement, our investigation into this content is ongoing as we continue to remove vi uh, violation on certain accounts and videos and pursue means of strengthening our enforcement, including our detection mo models against this type of content. On Twitch, the popular live streaming service, Mr. Tate's channel is listed as closed by the user. The company did not respond to request a comment. So that's that's the article, exactly what happened to his account. Now, to get into the exact views, I'm, I, I would like to take actual videos so you can hear the videos of what he, what he said. Uh, again, I don't agree with everything this guy says. I think some of the things he says is outlandish. Some of it makes sense to an extent. Some of it makes absolute sense. Um, he's just speaking the truth. So uh, we'll get into that. So I want to start off with one clip, uh, which I think is it's it's, a, it's about almost a two minute clip, but it makes total sense. And I know a lot of people have seen like the one where he did with uh, Dave Portnoy, where he was talking about women and OnlyFans, which I will get to. Uh, but I think one of the main reasons that Andrew, my personal, is again my personal opinion, what was the tipping point of Andrew Tate was the fact that he was speaking out against COVID lockdowns. He was speaking out against establishment and basically. 
in this clip, you're going to see that this this clip, which you know a lot of people are sharing, which is they're saying this was the tipping point because it was shortly after this clip went viral that he was banned. And you're going to you're going to see, in my opinion, this is this is more than his misogynistic you know views or comments. This this one right here is the one that you mostly get in trouble on social media for world up until this point was based on freedom how they advertised you to be a good slave was they would give you some freedom and when i say slave i use that word particularly because a slave used to work his ass off and he would get food and a house in return and 99 percent of people out here my friend are working their asses off they can buy food in a house that's it most people are still slaves they would tell you you're going to be a slave but you'll be free at least you know you can you can do what you want you can think what you want you can say what you want you can walk around outside look at the trees you're a slave but you're free freedom 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 and what happened when they did this something changed the internet came people started to talk people started to think people start to realize how money's made people start to realize it's all a scam cryptocurrency was invented now you have bitcoin which is surpassing the global reserve currency we don't need banks anymore we don't need the imf anymore people are starting to talk people have elected trump a man who's not bought and controlled by the establishment people are starting to actually get their minds right so the people in charge are like oh fuck we're losing control. We no longer control the money. We no longer control who's in charge of each country. Oh, fuck, we've got to put an end to this. We can no longer base our societies on freedom. We must base our societies on safety. You can't think for yourself. We can't put these videos on YouTube because it's fake news and it's dangerous. You can't go outside because uh, the virus and it's dangerous. You can't travel in between countries without that injection because it's dangerous. This is no longer about freedom, my friends. This is about your safety. They're gonna take all your freedom away and instead they're gonna give you a nice big helping of safety. And you're gonna take it and go, oh, at least I'm safe. You were safer before. You were safer before because now the government can arrest you for saying something they don't like. Because now you're spreading fake news. You were safer when you could have an opinion. I, I mean that that to me right there i mean regardless of what your thoughts on andrew tate i mean i i can't i have a problem finding the lie in that in that entire video i mean we've i mean i've talked about it many times on this show i've talked about it many times on other people's podcasts it's it, it's a control thing you know i went back to we were talking on dads and gaming you know the first podcast i was a part of still a part of um and basically episode three or four was when COVID started and we go back and we listen to those podcasts of me octane and goldie talking about talking about COVID and how we thought about it and then you see some of our minds change and they're still keeping this narrative nowadays and it you know he's basically saying how they've used it to control people and the you know they need to control the internet that's why the people are getting banned for their opinions you know you don't have freedom unless you can say what you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else your opinion may be quote-unquote hurtful uh to people's i don't even know how to how to describe it you know just because you disagree with somebody as long as you're not advocating for violence i've said this a million times you're allowed to have an opinion but apparently he goes and has an opinion and look where we're at so here, I'm going to share another one with you. This is, this is Andrew Tate talking about LGBTQ. Here you go. Leave the kids alone. If you want to chop your dick off, I have nothing against that. I'm not anti-gay. I'm not anti-transgender. I'm not anti any of these things. What, I'm, what I am anti is propagating your worldview on other people's children. If you're gay and you can't have kids, why do you now believe it's your right to go to other people's kids and tell them how to think? If you've decided that the type of sex you want to have will prevent you from recreate from procreating that's your decision 
right? You've decided that having sex with women isn't worth it for you. You don't want to have children. You want to have sex with men. Fine. Your decision and you're entitled to it. That does not give you the entitlement to go to other people's families who did decide to have children and raise them and try and program their children. Leave the kids alone. You can be as transgender as you like. Don't come talk to my kid about it. That's my child. I will program my child with my worldviews. I raise them. I pay for them. They're my kid. They're not your kid. And they're not the government's kid. Again, where is the lie? That's the same thing I've said on this podcast a million times. A million times. Yo, I've been I've had emails call me homophobic, transphobic, all, all this stuff because I don't agree with the, that kind of worldview. You are free to do what you want. I will not treat you any differently, but leave the kids alone. Leave my children alone. Where he said, I'm sorry, 100% is fact. Those are my kids. I have my own worldviews. I'm going to teach my kid my worldviews. If he becomes an adult or she becomes an adult and they have a different you know, different view and they want to do, you know, do what they want, they're an adult. But as their children and I'm paying for them and I am taking care of them, I'm going to raise them how I see fit. So why are you trying to push your worldviews on my kids? Okay, for example, this is an example I use all the time. Anyone that listens to this podcast, if you are an atheist or whatever your religion is, it's not Christian. I am a Christian. I go to church. I've been going to church for 11, 11 to 12 years. How would you feel if I had your child, if let's say I was a teacher, let's say I was teaching your kid, you know, for whatever it was, I decided to go out, out of whatever the context of what I'm supposed to be teaching. If I'm a math teacher and I started trying to teach your kid to be a Christian and to read his Bible or whatever, how would you feel? You would hate that. You would get angry about that because I'm pushing my views on somebody else. It's the same way you're pushing your your worldviews on my children. It's not okay in, in either way. I don't agree with, with Christians trying to push their views on other people's kids. Same way you shouldn't be pushing your worldviews on my kids. So again, I don't understand why that clip of Andrew Tate is taken as controversial. That is 100% fact. So here, here's a clip I'll share with you. Uh, I, right off the top of my head, this is Andrew Tate's brother. I think his name's Tristan Tate or whatever. He's just as quote unquote controversial as Andrew Tate, but he's not as well known as Andrew Tate. So this is a clip on on their podcast. He, this is uh, what what he had to say. I agree that this ban has nothing to do with saying men could park better than women. This ban started started formulating in the minds of these animals. Months and months ago, when we were talking about, you know what, it's the coronavirus and we're free and we're in Sweden, we're living our life. You know what, the government's trying to control you. You know what, the EU is bad, et cetera, et cetera. All the little points that me and Andrew have made that are anti-government, and that is not even our main agenda. They were floating their finger over this ban button when we were talking about that stuff, thinking these guys, if they get big, we're going to have to shut them up one day. Oh, he said women can't park. All right, spread some lies about him being a misogynist. Press the fucking button. That's what it was about. You're 100% right. It was nothing to do with misogyny it was nothing to do with women it was nothing to do with men and the the, the issues isn't it kind of eerie how like he sounds just like andrew like they both sound exactly the same i mean they look the same i don't know if they're, i don't think they're twins or anything but they look and sound pretty pretty close to each other it's kind of weird but i agree i mean they were going around for so long why all of a sudden did, did they get banned like what was the final straw and no one can ever make it my, my problem is these bans come and we don't get a straight up answer as i read the article earlier a hundred percent answer of why uh they were banned what was the final what was the straw that broke the camel's back right uh what was the exact comment that was made because he made some outlandish stuff like a year ago and he's he was floating around for an entire year the videos went everywhere
So number one, the the way that Andrew Tate became so popular was that Hustlers University thing. Uh, it was taken down, so I can't really go back into it. But I, I, you know, I've read many things about it. Basically, you sign up for fifty dollars a month. You're supposed to supposedly again. I'm gonna say supposedly because I don't have 100 percent fact on this. It's just what people said that claim that they signed up for the site basically you'd pay fifty dollars i think it's a month or a year or whatever it was and then part of what you're supposed to do was to take clips of andrew tate and put because you ever notice when you see a clip of andrew tate it's never from andrew tate's actual social media but he's tagged in it basically everyone's sharing clips of him i guess that's part of what you're supposed to do and depending on how many views that video gets or how many people you get to sign up to hustlers university with your link you can get people were making like five thousand dollars a month by how many people were signing up to his site um and sharing videos so basically it was it was i call it like it was almost like a huge pyramid scheme um Based and basically, he was the winner by people signing up and also getting his name out there because he became more popular on Google searches than like Kim Kardashian and all these other celebrities. Um, but that's basically how he made it big. And yes, he he makes he he is worth a lot of money. But that's supposedly how Hustlers University worked. Supposedly, it's taken down right now. I don't know. But there's another tweet uh, with a video out here, and this is um. More, you know, again, this is one like from what I'm what I'm reading about this this specific video was this is they're saying this was one of the last videos that he was a part of before he got banned, and um, yeah, it, it th this this one may be the actual one that got him banned. I'm not sure, but I see this one everywhere that everyone's claiming is the video that got him banned. So we'll, you know, I'll play it here. Something, man. When this Corona thing was going on. I tried to fly, I flew here from Romania on Wizz Air because there's, there's, you can't get first class flights into Europe. It's all these low cost carriers. I'm flying Wizz Air. I have a mask on. Excuse me, sir, sir, put the mask over your nose. This fucking air stewardess, this minimum wage bitch. So I put my mask on my nose, da, da, da. Everyone was freaking out about masks. I had to fill in all these home office papers when I landed, all this crap, PCR test, blah, blah, blah. I thought I'm not doing that again. So about two months later, I flew on a private plane. No mask. No PCR test, no home office per paperwork. My pilots weren't wearing masks. When I landed at Biggin Hill Airport, the people who met me in the BMW, no one was wearing a mask. Nobody had a mask on, no one asked me to fill in shit. You know why? Because I was rich. Corona doesn't exist for the rich people. As soon as you pay 50 grand for a flight, now they don't trouble you then. They trouble the shit muncher on the Wizz Air flight. It's all a fucking scam. All of it's a scam. And this is how the whole world has always worked and always will work. And people at the bottom just don't seem to get it. They don't seem to wake up. And they don't seem to wake up because the people in charge try very hard to keep them asleep. If you had a whole bunch of people who were your slave, why would you tell them the truth about the world? Why would you do that? No. When is the last time you went to school and learned how money works or banks work or taxes or any of the things that they use to control you? No. They teach about fucking photosynthesis. They don't want you to know anything. They don't want us to know anything. They just want us sitting there going, okay, he's a panda and I stay in my house because of Corona. Clap for the NHS. Like a performing seal. Like, a, like, a, like an idiot. And, and people are idiots. So they, they control them. And then they come to me and go, Tate, how'd you make all this money? I opened my fucking eyes. I looked around me. I started to think. Th things that people never seem to do. <laughs> I don't know how they live in a dream for so fucking long. I woke up out of the dream, right? But this is the truth. Governments are absolutely the enemy of the people. They always have been. They always fucking will be. Fuck all of them. I mean, it wouldn't surprise you if that was the video that actually got him banned. I mean, again, 
you, you, we've seen so many people get banned or suspended or whatever you want to call it from social media. When you start speaking about COVID, when you start speaking about government, when you start speaking about quote unquote, the establishment. Um, and it seems like the last three to four months, that's a lot of what Andrew Tate's been saying. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a lot about government overreach. It's been a, a lot about, you know, uh, how government controls people and all this stuff. So it doesn't make me, um, yeah, it, 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 it makes me really wonder what really got him banned. Now, I'll find the video of, of the Portnoy woman. I know everyone's going to ask me about it, but I'm trying to get to these first. Um, now, I'm going to share a video right here because I love this one because I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it before I play the video, but he's going to say basically the same thing. You know, this whole talk about climate change, right? Now... I know some people are going to disagree with me here, but I do agree to a certain extent how we should take care of the planet. I mean, I'm not sitting here going crazy about the whole thing, but like the whole the whole aerosol cans with hairspray destroys the ozone and that stuff's just kind of crazy. But it's also been proven that climate change, I'm sorry, this whole climate change deal is BS. It's about money because most of the people leading the charge in these climate change, for example, this Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the most famous people on the face of the earth, always talks about climate change. But look at how many how many times he flies on jets. He has his yacht that burns. I don't know how much oil and fuel and and puts that stuff in the air. Um, you know, it's like you're not living what you speak. Then you have politicians that are all climate change, climate change, climate change, and then they keep saying the sea levels are going to rise because of global warming. The ice caps are going to melt. It's going to flood the earth. Why are you buying a mansion on the beach in Florida? You know, or on the beach in California, if the water levels are going to rise, that means that your investment of buying that property is going to be underwater if what you're saying is true. So here's what Andrew Tate had to say about it. We care about the planet, climate change, climate change, climate change, climate change. The Trojan horse inside of that is we're going to control you. We're going to stop you eating as much meat. We're going to stop you flying around on planes. You're going to have to have an electric car that we can control. And we know exactly where it goes and we can turn it off. We're going to stop you doing X, Y, Z for the environment. But the people who are in charge of the world who purport this shit, are they flying on economy planes or are they flying on jets? They're flying on jets. When they get rich and they're so scared about sea levels, they buy a nice big mansion on the water. You ever notice that? Oh, I thought the sea was coming, but you want a fucking mansion on the beach. You're not very scared of it now, are you? We care. Where's the lie? I mean, seriously, you think about it. For example, one of the, the part of the person in politics I hate the most is Nancy Pelosi. Uh, literally talks about sea level, sea level, sea level, and then she literally buys a mansion on the beach for like $25 million. I thought the water was coming. And that's what you said. So why are you living there? It doesn't make any sense. Here's, here's another interesting one I'm going to share with you guys where I've made comments before about this whole com conversations of pay gap. Uh, I think he talks about pay gap, racism, sexism, uh, feminist stuff. It's all used to get us, the you know, the, the people in the middle class, lower lower middle class, whatever, fighting amongst each other. And he kind of puts it in, in a good perspective. And uh, it, it's all meant to just keep having having us fight. But listen to this one: the problems in the world today exist because the people who are in charge of the world have done a very very clever thing. They've specifically designed the world in which a way that the the people at the bottom, because we're all at the bottom, even me with all my millions, right? The people at the bottom are so busy fighting with each other mm -hmm. that we never look up and realize we're getting fucked. You're and the reason, and the right. reason they do that, the blacks hate the whites, Republicans hate the Democrats, the men hate the women. Eurocentric. He said this. You don't have pay gap. 
blah, blah, blah. It's all slave mind shit to keep us all fighting amongst each yep. other. Do you think when a billionaire who's black meets a billionaire who's white, they, they talk about race? No. Fuck no. You, no think they, you, think a white, you think a female billionaire and a male billionaire meet, they start talking about Eurocentricism, feminist fucking garbage? No. no. Stop buying into that shit. It's a fucking trick and it's a fucking lie. All of it. Throw it away. Throw it the fuck away. Uh, again, I, I, I'm ha I, where's the lie? It's, it's not a lie, you know? Um, all right, I'll get to the Portnoy thing. I know people want to hear my thoughts on that. That was the most, uh, uh, exposed thing that people say about him, that, that he's misogynistic, but I hear, I'll play it for you. All right, here, here you go. You say a lot of stuff about women, like that they're your property. That's not what I said. I was talking about an OnlyFans company when that was question was asked. But I said that if a woman is going out with a man, she belongs to that man. That's his woman. So she wants to do OnlyFans. She owes him some money because she's his. Well, that's crazy. That one's crazy. If you, so you think that a man going out with a girl, that that's just your property? That one was nuts. I'm, I'm nuts now. Good. If a guy and a girl is dating and a girl does OnlyFans, she owes him a cut? She is his girl. But what does that have to do with anything? Because she's his. So that is you saying that women are your property. It's not about being property. It's about the fact that she belongs to him. And the intimate parts of her body belong to him because they're in a relationship. And if she wants to sell those, he has a stake in those intimate parts of her body. So it's reverse. A uh, male porn star owes the woman. I don't know because I think the women belong to the man. I think the woman. Yeah, that's inherently where you get called sexist for. So on that statement right there. Now, my take on the entire thing is. How do I start this? I understand what he's saying. I think he said it very, very wrong. I think Andrew Tate said that very, very wrong. Uh, personally, my thing is, if you're with, a, this is my personal opinion, if you are with somebody and you don't want them doing OnlyFans uh, and they go and do it anyways, forget the cut, you cut them out of your life. Like, F that. That's supposed to be an intimate thing between you and me, and then here you are sharing with the world for money. I don't care about the money. Now you, you, you can get the step in. That's my whole thing. I don't think they, they owe you a cut or anything like that. I get what he's saying, but I don't agree with it at all. I, I think that was really stupid in my personal opinion. Uh, there is another clip. This is a very long clip of uh, the, the interview with uh, Portnoy. Uh, and I'll talk about Portnoy in a second. I know people were asking me about him and the things that are going on with him. So I'll kind of use this to kind of go into uh, my thoughts on, on uh, Dave Portnoy. Uh, but here's here's another clip. There's about a two-minute clip, but there's more of this conversation right here. To top my head. Cool. Well, let me tell you, this is a Western phenomenon, and it's truly an utterly Western. If you were to go on a date in America, you'd have a girl sitting there trying to tell you she's your equal. If you were to go on a date in Moscow, you'd have a girl sitting there going, my man needs to take care of me. I want him to take care of me. I'll do my job, but he must protect and provide for me. So it's a Western phenomenon, right? It depends where you go. It depends. And this whole idea of, of, of this obsession with equality is, is a truly Western thing. And I don't think it's particularly healthy or important. I don't look at a woman thinking, is she my equal? Is she below me? Is she above me? I don't do that. I sit with a woman and we either enjoy each other's company or we don't. But I, I know my roles as a man. I believe that as a man, I should pay for the first date. I believe I should open the car door. I believe I should protect for her, provide for her. I believe if she's my woman, she should be able to come to me with her problems and I should fix them. If that makes me a sexist and a horrible person, fine. It doesn't. I agree okay. with everything so, you so just said, extension. but I also so think extension. Uh, she can have so, a higher IQ than me. Okay, so by extension, right? Because this is what happens. You agree with the baseline. Everyone agrees with the foundations of what I say, but when I build on top of it, they try and pretend it's sexist. By extension, if I have authority over her, 
I, if I have responsibility over her, I apologize. If I have responsibility, which I have, I'm paying for things. I'm making sure she's safe. I'm driving her. I'm taking out the car, et cetera. If I have responsibility over her, then I must have a degree of authority. For the same reason, if I have responsibility over, and everyone's going to lose their mind, it's an example, it's only an analogy. If I have responsibility over a child, I have to have some authority. You cannot be responsible for something that doesn't listen to you. You can't be responsible for a dog if it doesn't obey you, or a child if it doesn't this obey you, or a woman doesn't obey you. This is down the super sexist path. It's not sexist it's to say I'm you responsible for her. You just said if you I, compared I, a woman to a dog and a baby. Yeah, and I knew that was going to be, that's why I said everyone's going to lose their mind. It's just an Oh, yeah. Maybe pick but some that, better ones then if you want the <laughs> woman to, okay. like, listen right, to you. I can't be responsible. Then, cool, let's take a beautiful sports car. It doesn't matter. A house, yeah, land, whatever. <laughs> whatever I'm responsible for, I have to have a degree of authority over. You can't there, sit there and say you're I'm responsible not, but, for But me. where where the disconnect is going is you start with the baseline, but at one point during this conversation, not to go circular, you were saying there's studies that women physically can't be as smart as men. I Google it. It's wildly untrue. The number one fucking IQ was a woman. No, I said I believe I don't believe women are as smart as men is what I said. Well, you threw and some studies. And I told you, and I told but you're you entitled. Why. There's a part two of this one. Here you go. But you're you entitled, why. and you'll find women who and love that you guys that will men, be happily ever after. And I also said that men are the most stupid people on the planet. Correct. So let's not let's let's not soundbite, right? I said that the most extreme intelligence, whether plus or minus, is going to be male. We're and my point is that. Cool. Well, if I have a woman and I'm responsible for her, which I want to be because it's my masculine imperative, I need some degree of authority. If I'm just, responsible for her safety, I need to be able to say, no, you're not walking home alone at night. I you're need super to, I need smart. To you're super smart. So you can't do the don't soundbite me when you're like, I don't want this to be a soundbite. But women's like having a dog and a baby in a car. You know what you're saying. That's a soundbite. You can't be like, don't soundbite it. That's a sound. That's a walk. Soundbite. Sound you can soundbite it. It's well, fine. You know, I know. No, people you, know can, you know. No, no. Because there's two kinds of people, right? There's people who will understand that it's simply an analogy and I'm trying to make it a point. And there's people who are going to be offended by the analogy in and of itself. And that's there. There are different levels of IQ. The people who actually understand the point I'm trying to make is that when you have responsibility over something, you need a degree of authority. The reason the captain goes down with the ship is because he's responsible for what happens on the ship. If everyone ignores his orders, then he's not expected to go down with the ship. This is the point. Me saying that I'm going to protect and provide for women and that may gives me a degree of authority. If that makes me sexist, so be it. But I'm going to be responsible for my woman. I'm going to do the best I can possibly buy her. I'm going to protect her in every possible way, give her the best life I can possibly give her. And by extension, that, that gives me a degree of authority. Why would I be giving, having all that responsibility for her to sit there and say, I don't fucking listen to you? That doesn't make sense. Well, you get to a point, I would think, where there's mutual respect. So there isn't like the authority. It's a give and take on a healthy relationship. So... This is one where it kind of sparked this whole controversy to Andrew Tate about the whole sexism. It's, it's toxic mas masculinity is what people call it. Um, they're trying to get away with uh, natural gender roles is what I call it. Um, it's a natural thing, whether people want to agree with it or not, uh, where you take a woman on a date, right? Who's expected to pay? The man's expected to pay. They want you to open the car door for them. Who gets? Who brings them flowers and chocolate, right? The man does. And then the way, if we're looking back to where how the world has always been, how, how it still technically is today, as much as we want to deny it, the man's usually the breadwinner, even though, yes, women can work. There's nothing against that. I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying how it usually is, is the man goes out there. He has to provide the woman. The, when they have a family, the woman stays home with the kids, takes care of the kids because they're the more nurturing and loving and, and, and care, you know, caring ones, right? While the man's out there pr protecting, providing, and all those other things. That's basically what he's saying. But he's throwing in there that the woman should be obeying him 
um, basically due, due to the fact of you have responsibility. If something happens to her, something happens to the family, it, it, it falls on them, right? Um, you know, and I'll give an example for myself. My, my wife is a stay-at-home mom. We, you know, it has nothing to do with masculinity or anything like that. It's something that we decided on before we even had kids. Um, I decided to leave my job to go to this other job I'm working right now in Texas. If something were to happen with this job and I had to move back and I had no money and, and lost my house, who's that responsibility going to fall under? It's not going to be a responsibility of my wife. It's going to be a responsibility of the man. I'm going to take responsibility for it because I'm the one that had to make, you know, try and earn the living, try and pay the bills, try and do all these things. That's that's basically that's basically what you know we're talking about here with the man having the responsibility. You know, my my wife can sit back and throw her hands up, saying, "Hey, I did my job. I was taking care of the kids, right?" Um, you know, it, it's it, it's one of those things where we're kind of getting away from, you know, not really getting away from because people want it both ways. We, you know, it's it, it's 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 kind of hard to put into words, but it's like, oh, we want to sit there and women want to play this whole feminism card that, you know, number one, we are all equal, 100%. Uh, women can go work, can, can be a single income, they can have kids, they don't need a man, they really don't need a man, but at the same time, whether you want to deny it or believe it, you want to sit there and you want a man to take care of you, you want a man to go out there, you don't want to be with a man that's a bum, you want to be with the man that has his crap together. You want to be with the man that makes good money. You want to be with the man that's a good provider. That's what you look for. You want a man to open car doors for you. You want a man to pay for your pay, pay for your meal on the first date. Imagine imagine if you were to go out on a date, right? You you just met some random girl. Doesn't matter if she's a feminist or if she believes in the gender you know original gender roles of how it's always been. Uh, go ahead and and when you guys go have dinner, you you tell her you're gonna split the bill. I guarantee you there won't be a second date. Guarantee it. There ain't gonna be no second date. You know, that's just that's just that's just how it's it's gonna go. I mean, that's how it is. Now, Dave Portnoy, 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 uh, Portnoy, uh, the owner of Barstool Sports. I've always had an opinion on Dave, um, where there's things I like about him, things I don't like about him. I'm not gonna get too far into it because that's not who we're talking about. But a lot of people were asking me about him. Um, I think Dave does. A, you know, basically tries to ride the line, right? He likes to, to ride the line of left and right and try and stay in the middle where he wants to be really outspoken, controversial. But then as soon as uh, the left side starts uh, speaking up and pushing back on him, he kind of folds. And then when the right side starts going at him, he tries to go back to the middle line and ride that line until the one side hates him. So, like, literally... For like three months to six months, he'll be on like, you know, be left leaning. And then all of a sudden they'll start, you know, one side will start hating him too much. He'll come back. And then all of a sudden for three or six months, the other side will start hating him. And then he'll bring it back. And it's just a teeter totter thing the entire time. That's what Dave does. Um, he doesn't stand firm in what, in certain things that he believes. Uh, I've heard him backstep on so many different things. I, I'm not going to really get into it, but that's just where I feel about Dave. Um, this whole thing with, again, with the whole OnlyFans. The OnlyFans thing, I highly disagree with. I, you know, I, I mean, in a, in a sense, the way that he made it sound with the whole OnlyFans thing was, you are making it sound like they are your property, almost like you're a pimp. If she's gonna go sell her body, you owe me a cut. That's basically the analogy that he gave. Um, and then to an extent where he mentions like, how can I have responsibility over, you know, responsibility for someone if they don't, if I don't have authority, like a, a dog or over a child? You're comparing 
women, you know, like your girlfriend or wife to a dog or a child. Now, while I understand what you're saying, I also agree with Portnoy where analogies like that are what people you know, are going to use as a soundbite and that's what people are going to hear and it's not a good analogy i i get what you're saying i i understand what you're trying to say but when you start comparing a woman to a dog or a woman to a child uh that's when you're going to get the controversy that you have but again this video has been out for months this is not why he got banned this is not why he got suspended that's the point i'm trying to get back to the misogyny and all this other stuff is not why he got banned. It's because he was speaking up against not women. He was speaking up against other things. And, you know, I'm going to play a video for you here. I'm going to have to read a little bit of it um, because part of the video has words in it. But if you guys have ever, ever heard of Ethan Klein, he is a uh, has like 2.3 million followers on Twitter. He has a podcast. He says some outlandish stuff. Right. And this guy is not banned on social media. And and. This is going to show the hypocrisy. In any clip that you ever find of Andrew Tate, you're never going to find him calling for violence against anybody. You're never going to see him saying any racist stuff. The farthest you're going to see is when he talks about gender roles and quote-unquote toxic masculinity, um, which is your viewpoint. That's fine. You're not hurting anybody. Again, when it comes to free speech, as long as you are not hurting anybody, then you are right to say what you want to say. That is what freedom of speech is supposed to be in this country, as long as you are not promoting violence or calling for violence against anybody then you are allowed to say what you want to say no matter how outlandish it is so this guy ethan klein uh there's a video here it says do you remember when ethan klein called andrew tate a quote misogynistic human trafficker sexist woman hater this person is a dangerous hypocrite the world needs to learn the truth now I, I'm just going to touch on one thing about the andrew tate story where people were saying that he was trafficking or trafficking women and all this other stuff as far as we know at the moment, that is all fake. There's no proof of it. Every single tabloid that post that have posted that, there's no evidence of it. It's all hearsay. And and the fact of the matter is he hasn't been arrested. And there's been stories coming out about that for like two or three years. So innocent till proven guilty, but there's no there's literally no um there's no evidence of that as of as of right now as I'm recording that watch is going to come out tomorrow. It's real. But I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, if you're trafficking human beings, Andrew Tate, you can go burn in hell. You can go sit in jail for the rest of your life. That's fine. But I'm sorry. There's no evidence against that. If you're going to make an accusation like that, you better have evidence against it. And I'm not going to sit sit here and tell people that it's true or untrue without having evidence of it. So that's why I didn't really touch on it. But there's a video here. Ethan Klein. I'm going to read it for you. He puts a tweet out. He says, the good news, Andrew Tate was banned on TikTok. The bad news, he's going to go back to human trafficking women in the webcam sex slave dungeon. And I'm gonna here's the video. It says, really, Ethan? In this climate, it's like, you can't say anything anymore. I can't say anything without tons of people getting triggered and complaining. Nobody cares to listen and understand. Everybody just hates each other every more. Yeah, it's almost like people wish that some other people get deleted for having a differing opinion. So that's a little hypocritical, don't you think? It's crazy. Nobody can express their opinion anymore. Our apes or whatever, right? Our, our Neanderthal cousins were probably just raping like crazy. So there's definitely something like in us to like conquer men want to like. Conquer. Right. So it's, you know, women are in a nature setting like to be conquered. 
There's a guy behind him when he says that. So basically he's saying women are meant to be conquered. The guy, his buddy behind him is like, oh, crap, that was bad to say. So you already knew that was a bad comment to make right there. He said, who's the real danger to women? I love that I can just say he says the end. Yeah. He says the N-word. Like I couldn't, I couldn't right. really say that. Do you feel like... Empowered? I feel... So it says, and you're a racist. Do we have any insight into what they're actually talking about there at the NRA meeting that's today in Texas? Someone should bomb that building. Mm -hmm. So somebody should bomb that building is what he says. A call for terrorism. He literally, Just because you disagree with the NRA, just because you disagree, you literally said it live on your podcast to millions of people, someone should bomb that building. Says a call to terrorism. Who is the real danger to society? Uh, this is a tweet from Keemstar. It says, think of any YouTuber you know that had their YouTube channel terminated and why. Now you know Now know that three days ago, Ethan Klein called for a terrorist attack on U.S. soil and he still has his YouTube channel. Make it make sense. And I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm 100% in agreement with it. You have people like this. You have people like this who are out there. It happens all the time who call for violence. We have politicians that have called for violence in the streets to, to, to protest in front of Supreme court justices houses, which is illegal by the way. And they get away with it. They're calling the, you know, calling for violence take to the streets and all this other stuff nothing happens to them you have ethan klein here who says the n-word on his podcast because he feels like he can he literally says you know he believes there's something in our biology that we're meant to conquer and women you know women are you know we we believe that women are meant to be conquered you literally said that about women which is you know i think worse than anything andrew tate has said about women and he has never been in trouble he literally calls for a bombing you know and this isn't me pointing fingers i'm just showing the hypocrisy of things where you know you literally called for violence like forget the misogyny thing forget the the conquering thing the fact that you literally said there's an nra meeting in texas someone should go bomb that meeting that is a call for violence that is illegal that is jail time that is premise for being suspended or banned on social media because you were advocating for what happens if someone actually went and bombed that meeting what happens like, could you imagine that actually happened? Whether you agree with them or not. That's like me saying, I'm not saying this. I Don't sound like this. I'm just saying, imagine if I were to sit there for, for my views on abortion and I were to say someone needs to bomb abortion clinics. I did not say that. I'm just saying, if I were to say something like that and then someone that listens to this show went and, bom went and bombed one, you know, you would be, I would definitely be responsible 100% because I put that out there. And I basically was telling people to do so and rightfully so I should be held responsible. You know, it's things like that. When you, when you talk about freedom of speech, advocating for violence or anything like that is 100% bannable, 100% suspend, suspendable, I guess you could say, I don't know, I'm stupid. Um, but we allow certain people to have a voice and we, we want to ban other people because we disagree with them that, you know, we're the same way of saying, you know, I sit there and, and say all the time, there's many people that I just, dis I dislike their viewpoints, but they are allowed to have their viewpoints on social media, regardless of my thoughts against their viewpoints. But it's not the other way around. If you're pro gun, you're pro life, you know, you're pro freedom of speech. You're pro gender roles, you're pro, you know, heterosexuality, whatever. Um, they, right now, they want you to be silenced. They want you to be banned. 
And Andrew Tate basically went way too high, way too fast, became way too popular that people were listening to his viewpoints and they want him gone. That's basically the way it is. Now, again, there's many things. I think Andrew Tate uses very bad analogies. I think Andrew Tate, um, I think Andrew Tate is, I, I think he was always controversial. And I think part of the problem was he knew that's why he was popular. He was controversial. So he was trying to become more and more controversial to become more popular and just started really started to really not think before he spoke. And a lot of his analogies, what got him in trouble. Um, I don't agree with his uh, analogies. I don't agree with um, some of the things that he said, but I'm, I'm for gender roles. I am for, um, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, again, I don't care. Women work, do your thing, whatever. But like me personally, me and my wife, we, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the one that takes care of the family. Uh, you know, financially, put a roof over the head. She takes care of the kids. She stays home. That's us. If my wife decided she wanted to go to work, said, "Hey, you know what? I want to go work. I'm gonna go. You know, blah 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 blah. We'll figure it out. We'll work it out. I'm not gonna be like, no. You're my property. You're staying home. You're not allowed to work. That's not what it is." But, you know, the way he made his whole speech sound, you know, I can see why people have an issue with it, but that's not why he got banned. That's why I shared the other videos first. Those are the videos that were one of the last couple videos that were posted that got him banned. It's because he was speaking up about COVID. He was speaking up about establishments and controlling people. That's why he got banned. And my problem is, again, no site. They said that they, he violated terms and this and that. What terms? What terms did he violate? You have to be specific. You have to give out the, the the tweet or the or the post that he made, you know, for the reason of being banned. So he knows exactly what he did. You and not not only that, it was um not only that, it was uh without warning, you know, it was a perma ban, it wasn't a one time suspension. So it's it's very confusing. It's very confusing. Um again, it's just how social media has gone nowadays. Those, those are my thoughts on Andrew Tate and what he has said. But hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. That's it for me today. I appreciate the love, guys. Thank you so much. Um, make sure you share this podcast with a friend. It's the best way to help this podcast grow. Uh, make sure you guys go leave a review on Apple or Spotify. I greatly appreciate it. We're close to 1,000 reviews on Apple, which is absolutely insane, especially because there's so many five stars. I think there's only like two, four stars. Absolutely nuts, man. I appreciate all the support. Um... As always, guys, stay safe, stay blessed. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.